Well, folks, it's another episode of the Gary and Mark Show, and I'm Gary. And I am Mark. And we're coming to you. We're not live. We are live. Right? We are live. And where are we live, Gary? Well, we're Zooming. And today, we have a special guest. It's not the Gary and Mark Show. It's the Gary and Mark and Larry Show. And Larry is someone really special. So you, yeah, he is our resident meteorologist. And you know, and the fact that he's my brother, uh, there was no cut, you know, he didn't pull any strings. He earned that job. He did. And he it had, was a long and tough job. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's probably the most professional thing he's done is get this diploma through us. He has a diploma. Not only is he dean of the school of what? I can't say the word. Meteorology. There you go. Meteorology and astrology. And astrology. And I looked up on our website. He's also Dean of Bottle Cap Collecting. Did you know we had a program in there? Yeah. I let that go. Sorry. Right. We've had people ask about that one program not too long ago. Could they get a degree in that? And the answer was, sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. And you get stickers. I don't as Larry, have you gotten your stickers for the GM Podcasting University? That I have. Uh, they are on the top of my dresser right now. Well, as we speak. That's a good enough place to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're not gonna put them on your vehicle, you could put them on your elliptical machine. That's right. You know? Yeah, that's a great idea. I'll I'll yeah. do that. We so so Larry lives somewhere in Texas, is that right? Yes, I'm uh, in South Central Texas in the town of San Antonio. Oh. And uh, I've been a, a resident of this area for about 28 years now. I've never been there, but I've heard it's a beautiful city. Isn't that the one that has the waterway through the downtown, or is I making that up? Yes. No, you're right. Uh, that's our river walk. It was uh, prior to the 1930s, just a sewer. Hmm. And a very alert gentleman came up with the idea of turning it into really one of the top tourist uh, sites in the U.S. It's, where did this- uh, it's, it's a lot of fun down there. So where did the sewer go? Now, we're- yeah. <laughs> is it- uh, we're we're well, not... We're not difficult. We just mix it all together and That's send it down the river. Just keeps letting, people from, yeah. keeps people from swimming in it, I guess. Then, so yeah, uh, yeah. We we try to keep them out of the river walk water anyway. <laughs> but we clean I'm, that out once a year. We drain it and and uh, pull out all the hubcaps and so forth and make it a little more livable. I will point out, Larry was actually born in Texas. Okay. Yeah. Even though he and I were raised in Kentucky. Oh. Yeah. That's he right. Was, he was born in Texas, 1945. Exactly. I so, always tell people that I'm Texas born, that my parents kidnapped me and took me to Kentucky, and I escaped and got back as quick as I could. Well, so, since you're our dean of the weather program, meteorology program, that was your career. I mean, you are professional at that, right? You don't just look yeah. at the almanac and pick something out. I didn't really 
intend to go into that. I was studying mathematics and I was in the Air Force and they didn't know what to do with a mathematician. So they sent me to Texas A&M to uh, study meteorology. And in the next four semesters, I took every course they had at A&M. And for the next 30 years, I was a meteorologist in the Air Force and the National Weather Service, and I loved it. Well, based in Texas or based in other places? I was in Texas. I was in New Mexico. I did Air Force tours in Louisiana and Mississippi and Alabama. And uh, it was... uh, it was a lot of fun. Gosh, it makes us feel small, Gary. Yeah, well, and also he he's uh, he retired from his air force. He's a colonel. Oh my goodness, my, lieutenant my, colonel. I know yeah. a bird colonel or what? Uh, that? No, not it, not a bird. That's army. The Oak Leaf. Okay. Yeah. So, were you then? You must have been Vietnam era. I was Vietnam era. I got orders to go to Nam uh, a week after my girlfriend and I decided to get married. And I canceled everything, including the wedding and decided to, uh, you know, head on out, had everything packed, ready to go. And they, they stopped the war. And I had to hold for like three weeks, not knowing what was going on. So we got married. Went on a honeymoon, came back, and they canceled the orders. So I was going to go to Tansanut. I was going to be the briefer for the commander of 7th Air Force. So were you looking? I'll point out that in his service down there in Laredo, Larry kept the Viet Cong out of South Texas. You know? Yeah, we, we had one very distinguished visitor a young man who was a tennis player come down there, my brother. And the first thing I knew, he'd endeared himself to the entire tennis team in Laredo, went down to Monterey, took part in the tournament down there. And we spent the rest of the next few weeks moving tennis players all over South Texas, uh, including Corpus Christi during a flood. Yeah. You talking about you, Gary? Yeah. I didn't know that. I knew you played tennis, but I didn't know you were doing Well, I, I still, uh, the doubles match with my partner, if Rafael Caros is still alive and well, I send my apologies. We, uh, the first day we played singles and uh, we won our matches. And then that night, the Monterey tennis team, which was sponsored by the Carta Blanca Brewery, hmm. uh, gave that? us many many cervezas <laughs> and so the next day it was with a heavy head playing doubles and i choked i remember the, i remember the term venti dos being passed around which in spanish says 22 uh, goodness i hope that doesn't mean 22 yeah. cans or mm. bottlefuls yeah. <laughs> well I, I'll point out that, what, let's see, how old was I then? Like 20, I was like 22. Yeah. 23, yeah. yeah. That, may have been, that may have been where the number came up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now it's, it's two beers now. <laughs> That's right. And a nap. Two beers and a oh, nap. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, we're going 
We're going to talk about beers in just a minute, but I wanted to. Yes. Oh, because he's also our non-alcoholic beer critic. And that's, uh, that's true. And I want to add something else to his titles if he's interested. You know, sure. we have Professor James Moore out in Arizona State. You know, does the Aluminum Man Triathlon. And he took over as dean of our Western branch of the Gary and Mark Podcast in the University. So I was thinking maybe Larry could be dean of the Central branch, Central oh. U.S. branch of the GMPU. Yeah. I think that uh, that sounds great. Would that double my salary? It, yes, it would. Yep. Yep. Two yeah. times zero equals zero. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that. There you go. There you go. And uh, that you actually equal what we're getting. So yes. uh, it works out right. Probably actually great. more. Of course, Gary and I have expenses. So uh, right. Larry comes out ahead. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to put that. So he, he's, he's also head of non-alcoholic beer tasting. I yes. think that's a good idea because we, we've had a beer expert on before, Howard. But uh, we, got, we have this new sponsor. And now we're going to talk about beers because Larry has done all the research for us. Yes. Why don't you, Gary, tell them about the sponsor first. Who's, who's that company? Well, the, the Athletic Brewing Company. Yep. Which we we bumped into it. Uh, I'm sure all our fans know. They've seen I'm, all these podcasts and committed right. to memory. But out there at DuPont, the, the guy giving away free non-alcoholic beer. And uh, we were surprised at how good it tasted. Now, however, in that last episode with the group from camp, I think Charlie was kind of dissing on it, and yet he was drinking Miller Lite or something. Yeah, which is which is terrible. So, yeah. uh, but this—I mean, I like the Athletic Brewing brew. I mean, I like it. I thought it was very tasty. So, Larry, try, he has tried how many different ones now, Larry? I I got on their site, and I think I listed something on the order of. 15 or 18 different versions that they make if you do enough research. I've only been able to come up with about six or seven at in our stores. But I want to say that athletic brewing is being increasingly represented across San Antonio. And uh, I saw one out the other day when I went to the Air Force Base, I saw a six pack. So uh, I'm very, uh, very much aware of of how that changes uh and i agree with you mark i think it's a really good beer it's probably one of the very best non-alcoholic beers i've tasted and if he Thank hadn't you. told me that i would have probably thought it had alcohol in it what do yeah. you think gary <laughs> yeah <Maybe>. so <laughs> is it the your your top favorites their stout yes Absolutely. Uh -huh. the, oh, he's got some in front of us? Okay, let's hold him up. Right here. It's the all-out extra dark stout. I think that's the best. And uh, something strange happened to me. I, I was uh, limited on my beer intake by my cardiologist when my numbers went in the wrong direction to one beer a month. And that's when I started checking out non-alcoholics and of all the non-alcoholics i've had i'd place that uh all what is it, all out yeah extra dark in the top three wow it's, it's that hold good that, hold that can up again for our, our viewers we have for our, 
for our listening and viewing audience. There it is. Yeah, all out, all out extra dark from Athletic Brewing. It's a stout. And uh, the others are IPAs. I was trying to find out about beer and I tried a bunch of beers. I loved what the Germans call Märzens. That's their Oktoberfest beers. Uh, I love the uh, other German beers that are made, but also got into some IPAs and stouts and porters. And the bad news was the more calories and the more alcohol in it, the better it tasted. I didn't want to find that out. <laughs> so I was looking for another way to go. I started taking, trying the NAs. And the only other beer I can find that's anywhere as good as this is actually not available in the U.S. Hmm. I ran into it when we went to a, a Brian cruise, uh, or rather a Danube cruise in Prague, Czech, the Czech Republic. And it was uh, Stella Artois, oh. non-alcoholic. Yeah. I like Stella alcoholic. I didn't know they had a non-alcoholic. But the non-alcoholics only sold uh, in Europe and Britain. So <laughs> cannot find it here. But this is really good. And the IPAs are good too. So can you have unlimited number of non-alcoholic beers, according to your cardiologist? No, no that's a physical problem because I have, <laughs> yeah. I have one of the same effects with an NA beer as I do a regular beer. It puts me to sleep. Oh, well, that's okay. Well, yeah, I don't get bombed or anything. I'm not drunk, but but I just really want to take a nap. So I'm usually limited on how many I can put down. That wow. that might uh, might just be a function of age. It, it might I'm, possibly. I'm only four years younger, and I'm oh. almost always want to take a nap after I've had anything to eat or drink. Yeah, Gary, Gary likes to find a pub or a brew place with a nap room he's always asked about but uh, i think that sounds ideal me. we don't have those around here it just well, gets, it usually gets louder the more you've had so my issue is going to the bathroom six times so that's my my problem so yeah, i'd rather have a nap as a problem that would be a better problem than that you know, yeah. I, I do the bathroom uh quite frequently but i usually have an hour or two to get ready for that so <laughs> The nap is the crisis. So do you have any other beer cans there on your desk, or is that the only one you brought with you today? Nope, that's that just one at a time. Uh, I'm a one-beer man now. Well, you, you have to have, your, right you have, have your list handy of the ones you arranged? I do have the list. I'll call it up here. Yeah. Uh, if I can get it to cooperate. See, what, what I would have done when I got the news from that doctor had – I would have gone to find another doctor. Okay. You know, maybe a German doctor. Okay. <laughs> a... I think that's backwards, isn't it? So have you tried all those? Oh, yeah. I've got probably, let's see if I can show you. I've probably got 25 that I've tried and listed. And I've got another list of about 15 or 18 that I want to try. But I can't find those beers here yet. Yeah. So <clears throat> later on, that's his scientific mind working, Gary. We would never. It's all he's always had that scientific mind. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I. This is part of being in the military. You, if you're especially if you're a shift worker, 
You've got to have everything ready to go so that when you go to work at midnight, you can get up about an hour before, take a nap, get up an hour before, and in the dark while your kids and wife are asleep, you got to be able to find the socks, the shoes, the right color pants, the right color this, that, and the other, and uh, get to work. And so uh, I'm... That's called staging. Staging. Good yeah. point. Yeah. I'm kind of a left brain guy. It's very boring, according to my wife. Uh, she's very right brain. And so, uh, you know, the combination of two is probably a good idea. So how long yeah, have you been married? Yeah. Uh, this is the lady I married prior to Nam. Yeah. And she's still married to her. And actually, when they got married, uh, coming up, the, is it October? The, the yes. next, I, the next October, it'll be 50 years. Wow. Hard to believe. It doesn't oh. seem like it's been anything like that amount of time. But our father used to always say, it's the first 40 that are the hardest. <laughs> and then it all kind of mellows out. <laughs> Well, I can see that. So, Gary, how long have you and Barbara been married? Uh, 45. Is that right? Yeah, 40. It sounds right because you got married about four weeks before my first son was born. My son yeah. was born. Yeah. Hmm. And I, I left San Antonio to fly to media to uh, yeah. Philadelphia. And it was 78 degrees that morning in San Antonio. When I arrived in uh, Philadelphia, it was four degrees above or below zero. I don't remember, yeah. but it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. And when I came back, it was 100 degrees in San Antonio. That was a heck of a trip. So I just happened to stumble on our I don't know how many greats grandfather, the Hans Eblen from the Netherlands, but yeah. I saw he got married in Middletown, PA, which is just like five miles from media back in the, I guess, 1700s. Wow. So, uh, yeah, the, the big group of Eblens, I think, is in North Carolina, isn't it? Tennessee is where the whole... Is it Tennessee? Okay. Well, that's, they went there and then they kind of spread from there, sort yeah. of like a virus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are a few Eblins out in Texas, but not very many. And Gary just shocked me by letting me know that uh, one of the Eblins in, uh, in Lexington, Kentucky, where I went to school, uh, was actually connected to the bookstore owner I knew very well when I was in school. Yeah. Tom, wonderful editor. You know, he was a wonderful editor. I think he still writes. I think his daughter writes for the New York Times now, but yeah. His like dad was Bill Eblen, and he was a really, really nice guy. Yeah. Had a blast. Yeah. So let me, let's go back around to the beer list for just a minute. That long sure. list, were they rated in order of which ones you liked the most or just listed? They, no, they were all rated in order. So what's at the uh, very bottom is what I want to know. Oh. <laughs> the bottom yeah, three. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the really bad ones and the really good ones are easy to rate. The worst were Penn's Best Beer in a... Third to the worst. Second to the worst is Surreal Chandelier Red IPA. Mm. And the worst was Surreal 
17 mile porter. I figured anything that's a porter or a stout has got to be good. Yeah. But there's a there's a good counterexample. Huh. And that's a good math word. So your taste, how do you determine whether it's just how it tastes to you, or do you scientifically go through the the I guess they don't have that gravity marked on non-alcoholic beers, do they? Those numbers I, they use. Oh, they do give you the, the carbs and they give you the alcoholic content. And there's uh, there's another number they put out, IB, IBV. IBUs or IBUs. IB, yeah. IB, well, yeah. Alcohol yeah. by volume, ABV would be zero. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's actually 0.5%. It's uh, not exactly zero, but it's really close. But I, the first thing I'd do is take a sip of it, and I'd ask myself, do you want to take another or not? If the answer is not, then that goes down to the bottom of the list. If it's worth trying again, I'll take another shot of it. And if after I have finished it, I'm not sick of it yet, that's, that's what I think is right up at the top. So go back to your top of your list. Name the top three, then. Okay. There is a... Drum roll. Yeah, well, do that. There we go. <laughs> There's an imported beer uh, from Germany, Polliner Weizen Rodler. Mm, it's okay. a NA beer, but it's got lemon in there. Mm. Yeah, unusual. It's lemon and a little sweetener, and it's kind of like drinking a mix of beer and iced tea mm. and sweetened. Well. Let me just say, in 2018, I was in Europe, and we were in Munich, and we went to their beer garden, that Polander beer garden, and we had a family with us of Germans, because we knew them from school, I taught, and they were drinking at least the 14 or 15-year-old, that Rattler something there, so. Yeah, Weizen Rattler. They okay. make a non-alcoholic, and they make an alcoholic version of that. Hopefully he was on the non-alcoholic version, but they don't care much over there, I'll tell you. And the next one is the Stellar Artois, which you can't get in the States. Number three is Athletic Brewing All Out Extra Dark Stout. Well, I have to tell them, our sponsors, that makes up there worldwide. So where's the next Athletic Brewing Company beer on your list? How far down? Uh, it's right under that, number four is Athletic Brewing Run Wild IPA, followed by Athletic Brewing Sunset Stroke IPA, followed by Athletic Brewing First Ride Extra Dark with Coffee. And that's the other thing I've listed. <laughs> I've done a study of both decaf and calf coffees, and I've got about 40 top tier coffees and i drink my coffee by the way black with Me about too. three or four ice cubes in it and that way you can really taste it i love a bitter dark coffee now are you supposed to drink uh uncaffeinated coffee or is caffeinated no, no. Uh, the cardiologist said whatever coffee you want but i also have found a couple of really good decaf coffees uh, only two, and I've tried about 20 decafs, and I've got a list of about 60 bad coffee. <laughs> I have uh, a new coffee so expert, too. That's right. Yeah. But before the doctor caught me 
uh, drinking all the beer. <laughs> I'd done a study and, and uh, I think I told Gary, I had I'd tested 400 beers. So I rated them by one, level two or level three. Level three is not worth buying. <laughs> level two, if you're in a real pinch and you can't find a number one, number one beers are really good. So back to the beers, I mean, when you go out and buy one, do you buy just one or do you buy a six pack? If I'm testing a beer, I'd prefer to just buy one because okay. if they're not very good, I don't want to, I don't have to yeah. drink five <laughs> bad beers. You could get take hot dogs for, in them. Give them to Gary for Christmas gift. Oh, and, <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Yeah. Well, you can give them to me then. <laughs> Oh my gosh, one of my chihuahuas just found his way into the room. He Pick left. Him up. Pick him up. Put him on camera. People, of course, the poor people are he, listening on the podcast. He, does, he doesn't like to be in No, they're mean. They, they, they're, they're mean, mean, mean. They're just. So we have a, had a miniature poodle. She could be, you pick her up, you don't hold her the right way. She'd whip her mouth around there and take a bite. So Whoa. she only weighed 16 pounds or so. So. Yeah, ours are about 10 pounds and seven pounds. They're really small. Mm -hmm. But they're they're interesting. Interesting. Gary, Gary, do you still have any cats at home? Or are they all oh yeah, we've got an 18-year-old cat. Okay. Wow. And and now instead of half a can of wet food in the morning, half a can at night, she's in her daughtering age. She'll I'll just feed her whenever I I mean, she's getting me last night. I got very little sleep because she wanted to go out and then she wanted to come in and then she wanted to go out, wanted to come in. I just, it was a full, you know, pretty uh -huh. full moon. So, and pretty mild. I, don't, I think it was, I think the low last was high 40s. So, yeah, it was, yeah, it was warm. But uh, I mean, I'm usually up every two hours just to, <laughs> go to the bathroom if i if i get a three yeah. hour block of sleep or a four hour block of sleep it's like i've been to the bahamas you right. know it's a vacation but between my prostate and the cat uh <laughs> you could you could get a cat door but then the cat would bring in things you don't want the cat yeah you'd there. get a possum here if you mm -hmm. had a cat door or a raccoon I don't, i'm not really ready to have them in the house I know people have pet possums, but I'm not one. <laughs> we had one in the house three nights in a row, but it was not a pet. No, that was a raccoon three nights in yeah. a row. You have not. a pet rabbit. When Who does? In Colorado. Who had right. a pet rabbit? Gary had a pet rabbit? Oh, in, in Boulder? Yeah. For a while, yeah. Testicles. <laughs> I remember you mentioning that. Yeah. Well, all right, we're, we're getting near the end of our Zoom free recording. If the show yeah. had any sponsors and could they could chip in some money, we could go for another two minutes. But it says we're down yeah, to yeah. four minutes left, and I don't want to get caught off right in the middle of our right. closing. So, so let's, we, uh, yeah. let's thank our new dean to a whole bunch of things, but especially our, yeah. our, our central United States dean of our GMPU. That's a great thing. Yes. Yes, I, I appreciate here. the honor, and uh, this has been a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Well, we'll get well, you on again. And yeah. I, the only question: Have you ever been an on-camera weather person? Probably not. You weren't. Oh, uh, not regularly. But I've been interviewed on uh, on stations. I've done live shows on stations, and 
things like that. When I was in the weather service, my job was public information officer for the weather and also tornado spotter trainer. And I was doing basically both of those jobs. So I enjoyed, so enjoyed being in front of a camera. Are you glued to the weather channel all day long? No. No. I do, I do watch them and they're very good at what they do. Some of those folks I've worked with and uh, uh, they give great information. I, I really like that. I just kind of do most of it for myself. That's what, that's a way to end a good career. So Gary, yeah. you're a sponsor. Better thank our sponsors, Gary. We got well, we'll, we'll thank the Big Wheels Pocket Buddy. That's appropriate today, yep. Rabbit Island Resorts. Absolutely. Hair better. Uh, we, we might fly Larry in there sometime for. Uh, he, he, you know, that should be a perk for being a dean. Yeah. Athletic sure. Brewing Company was well represented today with Larry and yeah. his Saluda Outfitters. And uh, you remember that? Big Eddie's Green River Tap Room or yeah, Green River Eddie's think... Big Tap Room. Uh, well, yeah. We're close. <laughs> we haven't been there in a few months. I think you're, we're close. Yeah. LJ Myers and his professional white dove releases. White Deverly, yeah. That may be it. I can't remember if there's any more or not. Oh, yeah. Iron Key Brewing Company. Iron, Iron Key, Key Brewing. Brewing. Yeah, it's a former Brewing. prison, Larry. That's Iron oh. Key Brewing. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. They have a good porter. Yeah. They they do. And I just saw in the paper, heard before, uh, not too long ago, that they're going to put a brewery and restaurant in Landrum. Not those uh -huh. people. Another one. Uh, that's only... Larry, noteworthy because these towns are very small. So the fact they have a brewery at all makes me happy. So just that's great. I'll all have right, to well, save up some of my free beer months if I get to come out and see you all. So I can have two or three beers. There you go. We won't tell. Yeah. Three or four. We won't tell anybody. We won't tell your cardiologist. All right. Well, uh, been a great show, Larry. Thanks for joining us after all these episodes of watching us we get to watch you yeah. I'm, I'm gary he's larry he's larry he's my big bro all right so i'm all going right. to say we'll say see you in the next episode all right <laughs> <laughs>